Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And it's episode 163. We've hit December and we've got a great case study for you all today. Um, the man in the red corner is the man, the myth, the legend, Ash Playstead, as always. How are you? Yeah, going well, James. Um, don't, don't tell me it's December. You are definitely freaking me out a little bit. Anytime someone mentions the speed of time, it triggers me a little bit, but uh, I'm otherwise good. How are you doing? I'm great, and yep, I know the feeling. It is December. We've got to deal with it. The year is almost done. Um, listeners, so we've got a, a case study. As we always, if this is your 163rd episode you've listened to or it's your first, um, every month we put a case study together. We talk about a real person that we've really worked with and that's got some really pretty amazing results, um, largely because they've been amazing and done the work and also in a large part because of the guidance and strategy that we've provided them. Uh, it's a real person. We're going to change the names for privacy reasons because, uh, well, Ash, we don't want hundreds or thousands of our listeners ringing these people and asking what they did because what they did is work with us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a real person. Today we're talking about Billy Bob. It's a made-up name for one of our amazing members that we have worked with uh, in the past. And Ash, uh, this person I believe worked with us for two or three years, um, achieved some pretty amazing things with us, went through the ups and the downs. And uh, also since uh, graduating and becoming an alumni has gone on to bigger things and has done some pretty amazing things. We want to sort of highlight the journey and talk about it. So as the key advisor, having worked directly with this person, uh, where do you want to start with this one? Yeah, Billy Bob. Right? I'm sure he'll love that name too, by the way, Billy Bob. Um, yeah. Look, he, he terrific guy, uh, as all of our members are, terrific people. And it works in a what I would call a, a reasonably significant regional market somewhere in Australia. Um, and I think, look, when he started working with us, uh, you know, was a fairly typical country lad, good at what he does, knew everyone in the town. Business came to him reasonably okay, but was disorganised, unstructured, unsystemised, and just wanted to get on top of that sort of stuff. Had no ambition to win awards or be a huge broking business or any of that sort of stuff, just wanted to do okay, be on top of his stuff and, and have a, a, a good business that worked well. Um, and, and probably we could just leapfrog before we dive into his story a bit about where he's at now. Um, strangely enough, he had no interest in winning awards, had no interest in getting particularly big, I would say no interest, it wasn't the most important thing. Well, here we are, the end of 2023. He is a multiple award winner at a national level, not just at a state level, but at a national level uh, in multiple categories of industry awards. And, and the business is doing really, really well based in a regional centre. So 
what I would probably draw out of that for everyone, James, is that sometimes people come to us with big ambitions and I want to get big and I need to build the right systems, processes, team, etc. as a launching pad. But other times people come to us just to get their life back, if you like, right? And I know with Billy Bob, particularly when we started working with him, it's probably the best part of three years we worked together. Uh, it was about, you know, am I thinking the right thoughts? What's my mindset? What should I be working on? What comes first? All that sort of normal stuff. So I think what I really like about his story is he's very coachable. I knock about kind of guy, but focused. Um, but I was open to change and open to new ways of doing things. And I think that's a real lesson that everyone can take from Billy Bob's story. Doesn't matter whether you're, you know, operating from the middle of Sydney where your average loan's a million dollars or you're in a regional centre, your average loan might be 400,000. The same rules apply to building an ideal business. Now, Billy Bob built a great business to allow him to have a good life, organised, et cetera, et cetera. The framework allowed him to get what he wanted, but the same framework allows any broker to go any direction that they may want to go. And probably the last thing to add uh, would be that, you know, everybody takes a different amount of time to get to their desired outcome, right? So it's like Billy Bob's case, let's call it three years. Some people we work with get there in a year and a half. Some people it takes four or five years. But at some point, we all reach a point of, maturity and then we can go forward with our fully constructed business and take it whatever direction we want to take it whether it's a pathway to succession or a pathway to going big or a pathway to something else in between life and business balance so it's a great story and he's, he's now decided that oh, i like winning awards <laughs> now he's got this momentum of being best practice and highly looked up to in the in industry so what an amazing I wouldn't even say transformation because he was always a great guy, but an amazing business transformation that he's now gone from uncertain, a bit confused, what direction do I go, to now this focused, successful, award-winning broker, business owner with amazing momentum. Yeah, I love the, uh, I love the story. And um, one thing that comes to mind when thinking about Billy, Billy Barb, is it's kind of the story behind the awards. And you mentioned <clears throat> that this person, you know, won multiple awards, uh, pretty significant ones. And we know, and every person listening to this, every broker listening to this knows, we see a lot of award winners, you know, like we see the top hundred, we see the best, you know, commercial brokers and the best, this broker and the best newcomers and blah, blah, blah. There's lots of these awards and it's very easy to look up at the stage and see this person. I think that person's different. <clears throat> that person's, special and you kind of miss like the tip of the iceberg the story behind those awards is not that they're special and different but they did the work there was years of doing the work there was ups there were definitely downs uh there were challenges along the way and and, and it's the consistency of pushing through and keeping on going you know like anyone listening to this you're trying to grow your business. You hire a staff member. You're kicking goals. You're winning. Staff member leaves. That's a kick in the you know where. 
you but you get on with it you replace them you go bigger and better and, and yet two steps forward you'll get kicked down again three steps forward two steps back but if you keep pushing forward like this person did um after two or three years you'll get to the point where amazing things are possible like this person wasn't winning awards two three years ago four years ago five years ago it's more recent yet they've been a broker for a long time and so maybe ash talking about some of the strategy or the mindset around that because nobody sees the ups and downs they don't see the, see the story and i think maybe that's one of the biggest lessons for our listeners is that um these award winners all come from somewhere and they work on their business they work on themselves this person i know worked on their mindset a lot um as well as the business so maybe let's talk a little bit about that um because it's super important yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of things uh, to pick up out of that. Um, first and foremost is what you said, James, about the journey. And look, it's, it's almost cliched in some ways that people conceptually understand that, you know, the journey to success is not a straight line, right? It's not one 45-degree line from left to right. Like, like it, there are peaks and troughs. I think we all intellectually understand that, right? But with Billy Bob, he's a really great living, breathing example of what sort of doing the opposite of your natural instincts. And I, I want to dive into this a little bit. And I don't think it's controversial. I think it's really honest to, to talk about the fact that Billy Bob, there was a couple of times during his coaching journey with us that he said he was ready to leave. Right? And, okay, let's talk about it. As it turns out, the desire to leave was based on fear, trepidation, and a few other things, um, and perhaps feeling as though I've learned enough to now go away and do everything myself. Now, we worked through that with him, and to his internal credit, he accepted that, no, I'm not ready yet. I need, there's more I need to do. There's, there's more development, more growth, more personal mindset shifting that I need to do before I'm ready to move on. Now, I would be pretty confident in saying to everyone, James, listening, that if Billy Bob had a jump ship when he wanted to or when he first thought he should, he wouldn't be where he is today. There's no question in my mind about that. And I think we could probably maybe in another episode talk about the data around people that leave before they're ready and where they end up versus people who continue on and get to the right end point then go forward there's this huge gulf between those that continue on and, and look and this is not you know this is not me trying to say you should you should be coached forever like we're not here to coach people for the rest of their life right james it's not about that it's about mm. doing the right thing by your client which is it's like saying to a, an athlete that says i'm ready to run the marathon in world championship time no you're not there's still work to be done there's improvement, there's refinement, there's more mindset shifts and, and, and proof that needs to be achieved. So it's very similar, I think, for a lot of brokers, James. And Billy Bob's a great example of challenged us, challenged me about, oh, I think I'm ready, I think I, I know enough. And I said, took it on the chin, well, let's talk about it. And as it turns out, no, that desire to, to, to maybe do it on his own came from a different place. Um, whether it's budgetary reasons or, or other reasons. So the message I want to get to everybody is coaching is not linear. Building your business is not linear. Everybody is different. The methodologies, the systems, the processes, the best practices, all the stuff that we teach and help 
our client's implement, they're pretty darn standard and, and, and consistent. But the people are different every single time. So anyone listening to this, I just encourage you, whether you work with us, whether you work with somebody else, whether you're doing it on your own, is the point at which you don't think you need coaching anymore is the point you need coaching the most. Isn't it? Mm. Like, I, I just want to ram that home. Like, I'm a big believer in that often your natural instincts can work in your favour, but sometimes your natural instincts are the opposite of what you should be doing. And I think it's very much this building your business. You know, when you think you've got it and you've learned what you need to learn and now I'm just going to go away and do it all, we rarely see people that make that choice go on to great success. The ones that go on to great success are the ones that go, you know what, I've learned a lot and I've progressed a lot, but there's more to go. I, I need to make the big transition myself before I'm ready. So yeah. I just, I know I'm going on about that a bit, but I think it's really, really, really important lesson from Billy Bob's story that he stuck it out. Even though he said, I think I've got this, as it turns out, no, you don't. <laughs> There's more work to do. And now, mm. by that minimal investment, like inconsequential compared to the massive, not just upside financially and awards, but as a confident, um, consistent, and happy business owner. And I just want to add one thing, James, uh, before it skips my mind. When Billy Bob, not long after he came to work with us, he, he made one of his one of his desires was he wanted his wife to work in the business as well, right? Now there might be some other business owners out there who've already got a life partner either involved in their business and it might not be working as best as it could, or you maybe want that person involved. Well, that was one of the things with Billy Bob. He had his wife, so he's got her own skill set um, that he wanted to have involved in the business, but the business was no way ready for her. There was a lot of work that needed to happen before her skill set became appropriate to bring into the business. Well, when that happened, which happened, I don't know, a year and a half in, she came into the business and it took off again because of the way it was strategized and mapped out. So that's one of the things I'm really proud of with Billy Bob, that we helped him achieve this great business that now becomes a life and business partnership with his life partner. So, I mean, that's... For me, and he gets to spend time at home with the kids and win awards and still do plenty of loans. Pretty bloody fantastic outcome. Mm, you betcha. And there's a lot to unpack in what you just said there. There's, there's so much in there for our listeners. Um, and I want to double down on something for our listeners, Ash, in that you mentioned the that a lot of people think they know enough and then they quit. Uh, that's that old, you're actually more dangerous now that you think you know enough. Uh, that's usually what happens. And and I think you're right. It's got nothing to do with, you know, selling coaching and keeping our coaching clients longer. It's, well, no, we're doing them a disservice to let them go thinking they know enough because we know they don't. But it's not just coaching, Ash. It comes also into the idea of persistence, doesn't it? It's, um, I would sort of think of it in the same way as, people that are growing their business and they think they've done enough. I've got a successful business. We see this all the time too. They think they've got a pretty good business, but really it's still held together with sticky tape and there's a lot more work to do. So um, there is a lot to be said in the 
staying with it, staying humble like Billy Bob is very open and humble and will be the first person to put their hand up and say, show me the next step. What do I want to learn? You know, you know, because the enemy of success and pro- progress as a person and a business owner, of course, is, um, well, to be a know-it-all and think you're, you know, you're, you know enough, but we're lifelong learners. Um, let's talk a little results because people love results. People love specifics. We obviously know that Billy Bob's won some awards. We know that there's been ups and downs. We know that, um, you know, the business has come from A to B. Can we quantify roughly the A and the B for our listeners, um, whether it's team size, how much this person's working, the sort of volumes that we uh, know that they were writing, whether it's before us or uh, post uh, working with us? Yeah, well, starting with the last point first, I would quantify his volume change at approximately triple, like without giving a specific number. So he, he went from sort of low to middling single figures to, a, you know, as in, you know, two, three, four mil a month, um, you know, up to the equivalent of sort of nine, ten mil a month. And this broking business does a mixture of resi, residential, um, some commercial and leasing. Um, and that, if I'm being honest, James, is one of the problems, like I think a lot of broking businesses might face, is they're diversified and they're doing different types of loans but no one part of it is really successful and, the, and it cr- creates all these challenges around systems and processes and, and um, productivity. So with Billy Bob, you know, his revenue, probably a better measure, tripled. Um, the volume didn't quite triple because a chunk of it came from smaller leasing type business. But as we know, those ones, um, you can do a lot more of them because they settle quicker. So he's become a really organised, diverse business. He doesn't work any longer hours. He's not afraid of hard work like most of our listeners. Not afraid of hard work, but, you know, you, that's one of the things that uh, I think is really dangerous that we identify with success with hard work. Now, hard work's important. You're not going to get much without some, you know, hard work along the way. But that can't be the only thing that drives your success. So with Billy Bob, he still enjoys working hard when he needs to. But he also has freedom of choice, got a team. The team's grown, not tripled in size, but much more focused, much more organised. As I said, he's got his wife, you know, driving, uh, sorry, the mechanic of the car. You know, Billy Bob's the driver. You know, like a lot of brokers, we like the front bit, the marketing, the winning clients, the meeting people, the relationships, all that fun stuff. Um, but not many brokers like all the mechanical, you know, nuts and bolts of the processes. So he's got his... Uh, partner helping out with that so he's achieved a really good structure or really good team structure but built on the right frameworks the right systems the right processes so i do see him around playing golf days here and there and uh interacting with his mates here and there and going to sport and posting photos of him and his kids you know as we all do but i know with billy bob it's all not it's not just for the sake of it, he's not a social media necessarily kind of guy, but, you know, it's more a reflection of a really balanced, enjoyable life. And isn't that what we all want, you know? We're, we're making yep. a good income. We're helping lots of people. We get freedom to spend our time how we want it. And, um, 
you know, if you win a couple of awards along the way, fantastic. But if you don't, that's just as that's just as good, right? So there. Yeah, so he, um, you know, he's in a great position. And one of the things that I think is really interesting with him is I, I expect one day in the future he'll have a business with a great succession plan built in. And this is one of the, I think, the derivatives or the the flow-on effects of everything that we do, right, James? Is it allows people to build up system structure, process, and team that creates a succession plan that's more than just well, I've got a trail book and maybe I can sell that one day. This actually creates an ongoing business that you could hire a manager to run. You could sell it. You could hand it to your children. You could keep running it yourself. You could do all of those things. Whereas traditionally, I don't know about a lot of our listeners, you probably, you know, let's work hard, build a trail book up and maybe someday in the future I'll be able to live off my trail. Right? That That is getting harder and harder to do with the, really professionalization and compliance of the industry right so i think that's a really vital lesson with billy bob that he transformed from a trail book to a real business that's got real value i love that yeah that's what it's all about at the end of the day and um i guess listeners if you know we talk about these case studies and this is just one we talk about one every month and there's so many more uh you know we've got dozens of case studies on our website you can go look at those and we'll keep bringing a new and interesting person to keep talking about. Um, go back through the archives of this podcast, listeners. You know, there's uh, case studies that we've talked about in the past. You'll love them. Um, obviously, with Billy Bob, you know, the key for me, I think, Ash, is this person put their hand up. They worked on their business. They worked on themselves. They recognized that they weren't the business leader or the strategist they needed to be. And they became that. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest learning or most important thing for our listeners is to go, you know what, I want to get somewhere. I'm humble enough to say I don't know everything and I'm prepared not just to work on my business but to recognise I need to work on myself, to become the leader of the business. And when you do that, you get these types of results like our clients, including Billy Bob get. So for listeners, you know, if you want to be like Billy Bob, then it's about being humble and putting your hand up and giving us a call and, you know, working with people that have achieved what you want to achieve. So uh, if you've got goals, give the team a buzz. Let's map out a strategy and help you kick some goals. And maybe you'll become like Billy Bob. Maybe you'll be up on those award podiums and ah, not just award podiums, Ash, but like, you know, the tripling of revenue, working possibly less, less stress with a good team, a real business that's being built is pretty damn cool. So uh, I don't know if you've got any final thoughts on this one, but uh, that's kind of a wrap for me. No, it's a really good wrap, James. And, you, you know, I think you summed it up with the statement of working on yourself. You know, I'm a big believer in that your business will only ever grow at the same speed you grow. So, you know, you should not just pay lip service to that statement. Listeners, you know, you should definitely embrace personal growth and business growth go together. Hundred percent. This has been fun. Uh, we'll keep producing case studies for you guys. Uh, so there'll be another one next month. Well, next year, we'll bring another one to the table. And uh, but until then, have a great day and a great week wherever you are in the world. Stay cool or warm uh, wherever you are. And uh, Ash, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, done deal. See you next week, James. See everybody. Bye for now.
Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events, and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.